Hello guys, welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is going to be on Veiled Chameleons. The Veiled Chameleon belongs to one of the few higher classifications with a name similar to its common one, Chameleo. Most species of the genus Chameleo are found in sub-Sahara Africa, but a few can be found in other places, including North America. Veiled Chameleons are one of the numerous chameleon species that are invasive to Florida due to released pets reproducing and the illegal act of chameleon ranching, where they were imported into the U.S. and released on plots of land to breed and spread, which were later caught and sold. I myself have had a veiled chameleon in the past named Reptar, after the character from an old show I grew up with called Rugrats. Housing. Veiled chameleons require a large, well-ventilated enclosure with high humidity, lots of vines, plants, and branches to climb on and hide in. The more, the better. In an ideal enclosure, the chameleon should be hard to spot and rarely seen. Giving less cover as to allow you to watch it better is a problem, as, as you being able to watch it so easily will stress the chameleon out. They're, they're much of their evolution is based on their ever-improving ability to hide and blend in, as to avoid predators. If they cannot hide, they will be stressed. The whole thing about chameleons being able to turn any color to blend in 100% is 100% false. To, so make sure the foliage used in the enclosure is not only safe for your chameleon, but also of adequate color to make things a bit easier on the little guy to hide. A hanging food dish can be used to provide them with food. Personally, I had better success feeding my veiled chameleon using tongs and eventually even by hand. My individual veiled just didn't pay any attention to food that was in the dish. A shallow water dish can be provided higher up in the cage to allow some standing drinking water. I cannot stress this enough. The dish must be shallow as chameleons can drown very easily and it should be cleaned out daily to avoid any ne negative bacteria that can be harmful to your chameleon. Their enclosure should be misted with tap water treated with a water treatment such as Reptisafe several times a day. Any water given to a reptile from the tap should always be treated with such a water conditioner for the safety of your pet. The water from each misting will help keep the humidity up and will be the primary source of water for your veiled chameleon. The amount of misting can be lessened by doing two of three things. One, installing a fog system on the enclosure to take care of the humidity for you. And pair that with a dripper system for the drinking water. This will also serve better than a water dish and is more natural for the chameleon. Alternatively, you can install an automatic misting system on a timer with the dripper system. Be sure to clean the reservoirs for all of the above mentioned systems often. Make sure not to use any soap. Food. Chameleons eat a variety of insects, but their staple diet usually consists of crickets, mealworms, and waxworms. Their insects should always be gut loaded and dusted with calcium supplement. Usually this would be a powder. Prior to feeding them to your chameleon, make sure the calcium is the one that does not contain vitamin D3. For those that do not know what gut loading is, gut loading is done by feeding the feeder insects nutrient-dense foods for two days before dusting them with the calcium and feeding them to your chameleons. 
If you do not gut load them first, you will be feeding your chameleon what is essentially empty calories it's eating, but it won't be getting any real nutrition out of it. Gut loading should be done for feeder insects used for all reptiles and amphibians, not just for chameleons. Temperament. Some chameleons can be tamed down a little over time, but usually they would rather bite your head off than be your friend. For this reason, don't expect to be holding your chameleon much unless you're doing it against its will, in which case you will be stressing it out. And if you cannot respect the needs of the animal and the fact it, should, it shouldn't be held, you should not have it. That said, if it willingly climbs onto you with no hissing and without you grabbing it, great. But as soon as it looks like it's had enough, it's time to put the little guy back into its enclosure. Taming. I pretty much covered taming in the explanation of their temperament. Chameleons are not the best reptile for handling. If you want a reptile that will tolerate handling a bit better, try a leopard gecko or a bearded dragon. That said, some chameleons can warm up to you and be a bit nicer over time with some work, but they generally aren't going to be very friendly and will rarely tolerate handling. The few chameleons that do are either being forced out of their enclosures to do so or are one of the few that are on the friendlier side. But this is usually the exception, not the rule. Purchasing. Purchasing veiled chameleons can be found at most chains pet stores. But, as with any animal, go to a professional chameleon breeder to get your new pet, not a pet store. As pet stores very rarely take proper care of their animals, especially the reptiles. And that reason alone should be enough to not only stop patronizing these establishments, but also to buy direct from a breeder who actually cares for and about their animals. Fun facts. Before we end today's episode, here's some fun facts about veiled chameleons and chameleons in general. Chameleons can turn any color, as I mentioned above, is in fact a myth. And in fact, that can only be they can only turn slightly brighter shades of the color they are born with when they feel safe and content or are asleep they will often be brighter when they are stressed they will darken in color some may even darken to black such as veiled chameleons who go from bright green to a dark green almost gray and if they're really stressed or upset black you never want to put your chameleon in a situation to turn gray much less black some chameleon species do come in very colorful varieties, such as panther chameleons, where they can be found in red, blue, green, and every combination thereof. There is a species of chameleon that not only looks like a triceratops, but also gives live birth. It is called the Jackson's chameleon. The males have three large horns on the front of their head and face that make them look much like a triceratops. The females also give live birth to only one offspring at a time. And with that, our episode comes to a close. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, let me know in the comment section on your favorite platform and consider subscribing to the podcast to catch the next episode. If you didn't like the episode, let me know why in the comment section as well. I strive to improve. If you have any requests, leave them in the comment section as well. Or feel free to get in touch with me on social media such as Instagram at Savage Caliber with the E's as threes. And as always, I hope you guys have a great week and stay, po and stay safe out there.